0: Grand Rising, MI5, my people, my family, my tribe. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I'm happy to be here with Mr. Raphael today. And as you know, the way that we do the MI5 show is we bring an established entrepreneur or awesome person on to not only hear about who they are and what they do, but mainly who they are as a person down to the core and what kind of lessons they learned along the way to achieve the levels of, su- of success that they did for what's happening man
1: what's going on andrew i appreciate you having me on man this is a uh, really excited for the opportunity to get on here and talk to you, talk, talk talk to you and the audience dude i'm
0: i'm glad that you're hyped man it's uh it's really always fun to uh to uh, so far We've spoken, what, like three times, and it's it's been a pleasure every single time. So for the audience, you know, the the way that, that me and Raphael came into con- contact was I was at a networking event. You guys know me. I'm constantly doing these networking events. I'm always trying to put myself out there because, as you know, it's not only about who you know, but it's about who knows you, right? And so – you know, no one's really going to know how you provide value to the world if they don't know who you are. And so you got to go and you got to put yourself out there. Um, and so I'm at this networking event and we're in our little breakout groups. And I'm, I come over to my area and I see Raphael talking and I see the fearsome gaze of intention in this man's eyes. And I was just like, geez, all right, this guy gets stuff done. I can already tell. So, you know, we connected and there was some synergy, and the rest is history, and now we're here. So, yeah, yeah, man. Um, it's uh, it's pretty cool. So, anyways, man, so, you know, the audience obviously doesn't really know who you are or what you do. So, if you could give us, like, a brief, you know, autobiography of who you are, what you do,
1: and that whole deal. Definitely. My name is Rafaniel Jemerson, owner of Stamper Signings. We're a nationwide mobile notary service. Uh, based here in California, uh, originally born and raised in the Bay Area, now currently residing in Stockton, California. Uh, I've been in the business for about five years now. Uh, how I got into the business was pretty much I was working security, working as a security guard for six years. Uh, absolutely hated it. <laughs> wasn't really no future as far as like growth opportunity, as far as as far as what I wanted to with the business. So in my last year of being a security guard, I was really just trying to find a way out. Honestly, I didn't care what it was. Like anything can be better than this, right? And so I was just doing, I was just scrolling around doing some research on YouTube, uh, Google, and I was, came across this video about mobile notaries can make 75 or $200 an hour. And I you know, that, it wasn't no a degree that was required because I already I had an A degree in criminal justice, but I didn't do anything with it. So I did a little dive a little deeper into the research just to see how I can get into the business and what some things I need to do to get started. Uh, I knew at some point my mom was a mobile notary before, but she didn't really do anything with it. She just notarized a couple of documents for her friends and a couple of the family members. But that's just to the extent of it. So I went on Google, man, just did some research. I said, I just typed in, how much do Google mobile notaries make a year? At the time, it said 50,000. I don't know how verified that source was. But in my mind, I'm thinking, all right, well, if I can make 50,000 a year doing this independently. I don't have no boss. I don't have to deal with none of the BS that comes along with doing the type of work I'm doing. And at the time, I only make it between forty to 41000 I said, man, sign me up. So that same night, I signed up for the class. Soon as my shift was over, went to the class, did the, in- did the in-person class for about six to eight hours. Right after, exam- right after the class, I took my exam. I found out two weeks later I passed. And, bro, I've been doing this ever since. So... Let me fast forward a little bit. So how I got to Stanford Signings was in 2021, I decided to launch a signing agency. And that's pretty much where you get the opportunity where you just pretty much hiring notaries to do the uh, to do the assignments or do the jobs for you. And so that was in July of 2021. Uh, Pretty much hired a notary for my first signing in October of that year. And since then, bro, I haven't looked back. We've just been growing ever since
0: amazing yeah I mean
1: guys as you can
0: tell this guy is no stranger to purpose-driven action we are not wasting time over here seriously I love it man I love it your journey is inspiring for anyone that's that's getting started and uh and for people even who are already blazing their trail you know because honestly what I see is 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 just that not wasting time you know knowing what you want and feeling the pain of not having it, knowing what you want and feeling the pain of like, dude, why don't I have this? I need this and going and getting it for real. Yeah. So, you know, it's It's my understanding, though, after hearing a little bit deeper in your story that things weren't always this way. Right. Okay. You know, after you know, after you before you had really started your own notary business, mm-hmm. there was a time where when you were being when you had first started being a notary, there was. A little bit of a hiatus that you had yep. taken um from building your business could you go a little bit deeper into that time why it happened and what are some of the key lessons that you took away from that experience
1: definitely bro uh really man it just came down to mindset man i was under the impression i don't know why i had, had this impression but you know when you looking at so, so much content on instagram not even instagram at the time this a lot of youtube and you hear that oh, make six figures. That's a notary. You do hearing all these things, and they make it just sound so easy. Well, for real? I was, you know, so when I left left my job, I'm thinking like, hey, I already got my business set up. I know, I didn't know how to notarize a document. All I got to do is make sure I'm visible, and answer my phone, hello, six figures. We're on our way. But that just wasn't the case. <laughs> <laughs> that was not the case, man. I had it was, I was in for a rude Like honestly, I had that. I I just didn't. That my phone was going to be blowing up. I was just going to have a ton of business that was going to be coming my way, and I just had to do just do the bare minimum, and I would be good. But no, it was it was the quite the, it was the quite opposite. Uh, I uh, honestly, my work ethic wasn't where it should have been because I was still under the employee mindset. I just figured like, hey, all I got to do is show up and I get paid. It's not typically how that works as an entrepreneur. Showing you you have to show up, whether you get paid. And so that was something that I had learned quickly. So when I left my job, bro, uh, I wasn't getting a lot of sign. I wasn't getting a ton of signings that was coming in, and I left my job by like foolishly took uh, took out my took out money out of my four hundred one k, and just thought, hey man, I could just live on this until business starts booming. Right. And when it when the well runs a little dry, then you're looking like, okay, we, we need to make something happen fast. And so from there, man, uh, I had to bring I had to start bringing in some income, bro. So I just started doing drive driving Uber, driving Lyft. Uh, i try to find additional ways to bring in money uh, reselling books on amazon ebay i would go to the public auction uh, public auction uh websites and would just try to flip products so if i seen that uh if if i seen that let's say for example like a, um i forgot what those things are called like electronic printers or somewhere like let's say with the printer right and the going rate on ebay is 50 bucks i would go out and only thing i would need to do is okay i need to be able to be profitable for e-sale go to these websites and see if i could find shim for about two to three bucks and i would just flip it on amazon and ebay and so that's what i was doing for the longest time man um i was sucked in that as well because again i just had this expectation that whenever i start something new i was going to immediately be successful but that's not always the case in every business the principles are always going to remain the same you have to do the work and you have to be patient and so after doing that i went to life insurance for a while and when I got to life life insurance, that's when everything started to click. Now I wasn't making a ton of sales that's in life insurance, but the thing, but the lessons that I took away were, that I took away were invaluable. So, for example, knowing how to brand yourself, knowing how to connect with people, networking. Uh, what's your elevator pitch? Yeah. Uh, what's your value proposition? How are you adding value? How are you solving problems? And so I started to learn, just start to learn all these things at such a fast pace, but at the same time. Business was slowly but surely growing because even though I wasn't paying attention to it, I still was getting, I was still, I was starting to get some opportunities to come in. And obviously, I still needed to generate income because at this point, I'm I'm not guaranteed a paycheck. So, whatever I can get, I'm going to get it. And so, it wasn't until the end of 2020 where things really started to pick up for me a bit because uh, for the real estate, uh, interest rates were just insane. So, for notaries, uh, when interest rates are very low, a lot of people, a lot of homeowners, they tend to refinance their home. So if anyone that's paying attention, anyone that's watching, if you refinance your home, more than likely you had a notary come to your home and notarize documents. And so that's when I started to see things take, start to gradually grow and grow and grow to the point in 2021, I said, man, the way business is going now and the way my career is going as a life insurance salesman it's not going that well. But all the, prin- all the things that I've learned, I could take those same principles and apply that to my notary business, which I feel like I'm really confident and, and really getting great at. I could take this thing and really grow it. And from there, man, that was probably one of the, the best decisions I ever made was just decide to just go all in and then just live with it. And so it's from there, and that's, and that's how we got the Stanford signings into where we are now, where we're, man, we think we have about close to 500 notaries that we use across the country. Uh, we have uh, a solid base of repeat customers that we leverage for B two B, and we just been growing from there. I would just say the, the the biggest lesson that I took away from that from those experiences was it's a, you got to be patient. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, you have to do the work. It's not one of those moments where yeah you show up, business comes. Uh, that's not typically the case. And also, man, there's a thing called competition, which is something. Mm-hmm. Can about. So when you have competition uh especially as a service-based business owner you have to stand out you can't just show up and say hey i'm a notary i can notarize your documents pick me well no that's not typically how that goes because i'm not you're not really you're not really telling me what's your value uh what's the benefit of me working with you are you going to be professional are you going to be punctual can i trust that you're going to show up and sign my documents on time can i trust that if we need these documents nailed back to us in a timely manner are you going to get those to us are you are, are you going to make a bunch of excuses if there's some errors made on these documents, are you gonna be accountable? Are you gonna take responsibility and make sure you correct it? Because there are some situations before where, where I was like, if a mistake was made, that's not my problem. But then I would sit back and wonder like, man, why I'm not getting no business? Why is business slow? Why I'm not getting any calls from any clients? And those are some of those early hard headed lessons that I had to learn. So from now it was like, look, if any mistakes as made, man, we, we on the ball quicker than the client is, you know? So I can go on and on about but that's just some of the things that stand out most
0: yeah yeah 100 percent, man I mean that that key point of of competition you know having to have a leg up on the rest of the people that because there's notaries everywhere people I'm sure that you're not the only guy that saw oh 50k a year I could do that no diploma let's do it you know like that that's freaking they're, they're gonna be everywhere and some of them they're gonna be up when you're sleeping you know so some of them and you have to be that guy who's up when they're sleeping who's who is on the phone when, when they're like out on the, uh, on the, on the town or whatever, you know? Yep. So that's, that's key, man. That's key. So when you were in that time of kind of like, kind of in limbo of, oh, I don't, you know, I'm trying to grow my business and mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Yep. What, how did, can you share some insight on, you know, like how you dealt with self-doubt and some of those negative thoughts that you probably did have? Cause after all, we're human, you know? there's probably some of that going on
1: yeah definitely bro um i would say during that time i wasn't doing the things that i'm doing now uh just surrounding myself with the uh with the right people with like-minded people so again i I come from a background where it's not i don't have a ton of entrepreneurs in my family may have been a couple of them here and there but i'm pretty much the trailblazer for as far as my generation goes in my family and the ones that came before me so i really can't go to them like for example if i'm Marketing, can I have opportunity to book business, and I didn't close the deal. Those things would really bother me because I was like, my, I've always felt like each client that I got, that was like the end all, be all. And so, man, this a lot of doubt, man. Just sitting there, just trying to figure out, like, like, like oh, what's it? Am I really built for this? Can I really do this? And you know, you have to you know, like when you're not around the right people and have people that's doing the same things that you're doing, you could really beat yourself up. You don't have nobody to talk to. You don't have no one to lean on. That's that. And so I would say that what I've done. The thing was, man, just like networking, really big, going surround them, being placing myself in the right environment, uh, being around the right people. And when I started to surround myself with the with the right individuals, <laughs> I started to learn easily. It's like, oh, y'all go through the same stuff that I've gone through. Yeah. And this is how you guys are able to handle this. Like, I mean, when I when you when you talking to other people that's been there before you, you know, they, when you hear their stories it it, it had you sit back and think like man what the hell was I complaining about like that what I went through that was just that was nothing you know and so I would say man just just getting around the right people that was really played a key piece in me just for just having a tougher mindset. And also man you just gotta go through those you, you have to go through the experiences. Like it's not it's it's not gonna be easy. Um it's not something that you can really avoid either like you have to go through the fire. I think that's I mean that's something that comes along with it. And then something was something else that I had to learn too. Is like, man, you gotta embrace it. You gotta embrace mm-hmm. the struggle, man. Now, I was now obviously you're not gonna struggle forever, but there's a but there's a there's a there's a a period that you gotta go through to see that where you're gonna be tested. You're gonna t- you got you're gonna be tested, and you and we're gonna find out if this is something that you truly want to do. And you gotta your your why has gotta be very strong. I would say that uh, first. And importantly, you gotta have a strong why because every day is not gonna go your way. And, I, and and I, I'm one of them kind of people, man. When things go play, I let it get to me, and I still I still suffer from it at times. But I, I, I've gotten a little better with it. But um, but yeah, man, was, those those are some of the things I was going through, man. Just not being having people in my corner, and then to the point now, it's like okay, now we working with the right people, surrounding myself with the right folks, and just bouncing bouncing ideas off those people. Um, and that's it. that's pretty much how how it's going so far. Yeah, no, that, that's good,
0: man. And, and what you said about the why is so key, because people, they, you know, have this thing, like, all right, what am I going to do? You know, I'm going to start my notary business, or, you know, I'm going to be a graphic designer. But if their why is simply yep. just like, you know, I just want to make money. You have to, it's not, <laughs> it's not that simple. It's just not that simple. <laughs> because like, there's there's competition, you know, there's, there's like the routine of this kind yep. of, person like do you have the energy to be this like awesome notary guy you know and so yep. the, the question that people really need to be asking themselves is why must i do this why must yeah. i do this why me too why me do yeah. i even want to do this is this actually like yeah. uh, like do i just want to make money doing this or am i passionate you know is this fulfilling for me you know so yeah. it's just no. it's so it's so key man and I, I'm thank you for sharing that. I'm glad that you're able to find that uh, for yourself on, on the path. Um, so, you know, as you were, you know, kind of digging yourself out of the hole, so to speak, how did you remain? How, what are some specific things that you did to manage to stay focused and keep your vision
1: clear for building your business as it started to pick up? Uh, again, man, uh, getting around the right pool. When I seen other people in my field being successful, and them seeing – having them seeing them be having success and just – I think that was more important, just seeing people being successful and winning. And so when I seen that, naturally, I'm thinking, like, all right, if that if that can happen for them, then I'm pretty more than confident, but it can happen for me as long as I stay consistent and show up. Uh, I think that's the big piece, man, to, 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 to stay, like, on the path. But honestly, man, just trying to do my best to stay focused uh, for, for 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 the longest time, man, my foot there. Like I do good for a day or two, but I couldn't. I couldn't string three, four, five, seven days, ten days of just consistent focus to get me to where I want to get to. So that was some of the things that I struggled with initially. And then from, like I said, just getting around the right people. Uh, I joined like a couple of masterminds. Uh, one mastermind in particular. Shout out to my guys at the Todd Capital Mastermind. Uh, being being in that group alone, man, it, it it changed me, man. It changed me. It let me know I wasn't doing enough. People that's doing high six figures up to seven figures and you're hearing the things that they're doing every day within their business taking days off obviously you gotta take a day off here and there but but when, but when they're really focused they're not taking those days off they're focused on being experts in their craft masters of their craft and just continuously getting after, just having that dog in you just just competing and when mm-hmm. i see when you see that and those people uh in some of these individuals they're well off but they still got it in but they still have that focus they still have dog in him to keep going and competing and naturally man that rubs off on you man because you know when you're in a room with five other people doing well you want to be the six one <laughs> you know yeah you I mean right. we hear everybody's success story obviously I'm, I'm always happy for the next man they've been a hater but at some point it's like all right this person's having a ton of success I want this one myself and if I could just just pay attention to what he's some of the things that he's doing not even though make different industry but the same rules apply still got a network you still got to get creative content if I just do those specific things and apply my business, there's no reason why I shouldn't see that experience that same type of success. Now, every, everyone's timeline is going to be different, of course, but if you stay on your own, you if you run your own race and you do the things and you just have tunnel vision, I don't see why that wouldn't work out. And so that was just some of it. That was just my line of thinking, bro. It's people, man, and seeing that and seeing that and just having a vision I want for myself. And so I see this vision very clearly, and it's just up to me to just execute. More importantly, and, and, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much uh, this, and that's pretty much the reason why now, you know, man, we we locked in, man. This I don't take nothing for granted. I, I'm appreciative about the fully opportunity. Engaged. yeah, I'm fully engaged, man. Um, man, I'm so appreciative, bro. I think that's another thing too. Uh, just appreciative, just grateful, because I see an opportunity in front of me that that, that I didn't see years prior. Oh, yeah. I just didn't see it prior, man. So. Now for this year, 2023, man, uh it, it, moving forward, I see things as clearly as I've ever seen him at my point at, at any point in my life or in my career. So it's a matter of just executing it and, and bringing it to fruition.
0: Absolutely, man. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're taking notes. This man's dropping nuggets right now, for real. Like seriously, guys, guys, it's it's not every day when you get to have the experience of seeing somebody. Who's who? And guys, you can freaking if you have a, a burning question, drop it in the chat, and we'll 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 honor that. You know, if you really want to hear something from Rafanuel, um, you know, it's not every day when you are are able to be put in front of somebody to to really hear what they're what they're saying. And and I, yes, I'm referring to you, Rafanuel. But but being around six, seven, eight figure mentors and being like, you know, what are you doing, man? Because that's when I'm coaching somebody, when I'm helping somebody figure out their vision, first thing I ask them is, okay, who are you watching right now that's doing this? Like, are you around anybody that's doing this? And if you aren't, like, can you be around somebody and and look up people who are on social media who are doing it? Because, yeah, sure, you're super smart, but you're going to need some inspiration. And you sure as hell could use a mentor everyone like it, it, if you're if you have a business idea whether it's like uh you want to start a trading card company all right go on instagram and find the the top dog in the trading card company where he started his own business you know find someone who you Absolutely. can who you model yourself after um so i, I want to kind of switch tracks here you did mention that you do take a day off so you know my question to you is do you do you believe in work-life balance? And if you do, how much do you believe in it? And and like apply that to your life. And when you aren't working, what are some of the things that you're doing to rejuvenate yourself and you know recharge yourself for for your business so that you can be fully 100 percent engaged?
1: Yeah, uh man. Who really a tough. It's really a tough question, man. Because even I have a couple of my peers, man. Whatever they'll tell me, like, yo, man. Like it's okay to take a day off, man. Like you gotta relax. You gotta have. Busy. Yeah. Think about the run. definitely a marathon, not a sprint, man. Um, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. My balance is pretty, bad. <laughs> but just be upfront uh, because I, I'm 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 like really obsessed. Like I, I'm very obsessed with my business because I'm aware of the opportunity that's in front of me, man. I'm just so locked in on the mission, man, and. So my, but so at times, man, it, it gets really bad to the point where it's like even if I'm not necessarily working, I'm still engaged in some in some type of form and fashion. So whether that's consuming yeah. a podcast or notary, whether it's um I'm watching some content on notary, just anything that's related to my business, man. I just want to be sure, man, because I feel like you know if you take too much time off, man, you can get caught off guard when someone may need your services. You know, and you may you may have missed the opportunity to you may missed the opportunity to close that deal because when you was prepared for it and you wasn't on top of your game. So I'm really big about this being prepared because I've had some opportunities before slip through my hands and it wasn't the it wasn't the client's fault, it was completely my fault because I may have said something over the phone that I wasn't supposed to say. Or I gave mm-hmm. I wasn't uh, I wasn't aware of my tonality and the way I was speaking to the client. Just some just like the small think about uh just due to just duration and so i'm always on but when i'm not on bro uh some of the things what i try to do man i just try to if i do break away i just try not to focus on the work at all i'm really big when I'm hanging out with the wife the kids and man I just try to do some things to break away man just either catch a movie try to read a book or two like 10, 10 15 pages or so and back to it bro it's you know we, we're back on man so yeah, I'm, I'm like the worst person to ask about the work-life balance because uh, I'm, I'm not really great at it. Uh, some of my peers, man, she always tells me, like, man, you a care day. And I'm like, why am I taking a self-care day for it? Because when i self-care, I look at it as like, well, if I haven't accomplished, the, if I haven't complete completed the mission, like, what am I taking a self-care day? It just didn't register to me, but then when I actually did take a self-care, okay, I see the benefit of this. Because, like, that following day, it's charged, supercharged, ready. You actually, you're at your most productive. When you actually can't take a day or two off, focus on the business. And then when you're locked in and ready to get to it.
0: Absolutely, man. Rafael, I've got a simple phrase for you. Without rest, there is no growth. Without rest. Think about the gym. Think about the gym, yeah. bro. You can't be hitting freaking leg day seven days a week and be like, <laughs> why aren't my legs growing, bro? Like, I'm trying to get, <laughs> why aren't my legs That's growing? Right, What's going on? Yeah. You know, and and some the probably the biggest key, um, one of the things that unlocked a, an amazing door for me in my entrepreneur career since I've been job free is taking Sundays, not completely off, but not yeah. scheduling calls on Sundays. You know, I don't schedule calls on Sundays unless it's like, you know, uh, something that I actually am very interested in, and it's like Sundays the only thing they can day they can do. And Sundays are learning days. That's when I'm becoming more of an expert in what I do or things that I'm interested. You know, reading. I'm just like yeah. literally spending four or five hours reading, learning, and uh, I'll I'll do a, a heavier workout that day. So when it comes to you know resting it's not i guess it's not really rest cuz I'm like you it's like if i haven't accomplished the mission yet what's the point in like just resting i you ain't never going to find me on a sunday watching netflix for 3 hours you know like that's not going to happen oh, so
1: I, yeah, I, started, never. Uh, I started getting anxiety bro when i do that <laughs> it's like if i start watching too much oh, Netflix, yeah, same. Like, i was like oh i need to i need to get back to it and i and i ain't mean to cut you off but i i definitely want to add on to no, that it's okay. um, Sundays, so so that's something I st- actually started implementing this year. Uh, just take it like use it Sunday as the way to just recover, right? I don't need to be on mm-hmm. the phone on a Sunday. I don't need to be creating content like I use it to really just just settle a bit, not all the way relax, but you know, just change change the frequency, right? And so again, consuming the content on that's related to my business. I may need to read read a couple of, may need to read a book, maybe a few pages, you know, just to you know, just to spark some ideas. As far as, uh, as far as why well, I don't want to conduct, as far as marketing goes for that week. And so, yeah, I definitely use Sunday as a way to just like, you know, just to, you know, just to scale back a bit, you know, just to relax. And then when Monday comes, man, we're, I'm, I'm out there, man. I'm hungry. Absolutely. Man.
0: I fully agree, man. That's, that's truth right there. Everyone can learn from that, you know, just the whole thing of like not taking calls on Sunday is like, you got to – especially if you're busy like you and I and Brian, it's like, You're going to be scheduled the whole week if you don't allow yourself that one day, literally. So, yeah, it's it's, it's key. key. Yeah, guys, ladies and gentlemen, there is no growth without rest. We're going to take a quick couple minute break here and switch over to Brian, our next host, and we'll be right back with you here. Uh, We need to...
2: all right all right we're back thank you to everybody that's joined us so far this evening rafaniel what a pleasure to have you here man uh definitely loved hearing more about in-depth scenes behind the story that is you just for context everybody uh and i have never met until yesterday (laughs) i think i think we had a little pre-session prior to the show this evening and when andrew just told me about his Wisdom, his light, his energy, and just sort of the individual that he is, I knew it was a perfect fit for us here at the MI5 show as an individual to highlight and to showcase because truly, at the end of the day, what we're looking to accomplish through everything that we do through MI5 is to provide value and to provide a deeper level of understanding behind what it takes to create the right mentality, the right mindset, the right way of thinking and way of viewing your experience here on the planet and here in this universe in, in a way that helps provide you a roadmap and, and tools and resources, experiences, lessons that can be learned from our guests as well as from the programs that we're putting together. So Raphael, thank you so much for sharing. Now before uh, I dive into it, you know you had gone through your your history of how you got from where you were to where you are today. and that was such an awesome you know, just sort of visual uh, guide through that you gave to us for being able to see how you had to go through battles, had to go through struggles, had to go through limiting beliefs, had to go through these, you know, trials and tribulations to get to where you are at today. I'm right. really curious to to hear a little bit more about currently, what is the day in the life look like? Raphael, you know, 2023 right here right now what's going on how are things going and what is your current horizon for what's up ahead
1: man just in business or business and family
2: let's go with business let's stick business first and we'll get into family a little bit later
1: definitely man, me and business man is uh getting these orders filled so again i'm running nationwide notary service so we get signings from all over the um just working on it, really, man. Honestly, man, just trying to get these orders filled. Uh, I still do signings myself. So the benefits, so the beauty of my business, uh, it used to be where I used to be driving literally all over the place, right? But now since I started the the agent, uh, the signing agency, I don't necessarily have to do that anymore. So if I do take on a signing, it's really just going to be like very local. And then anything outside of my city, I'm pretty much outsourcing. I'm hiring no for so for the most part, yeah, I do the sign locally, and then when we have a, a signing in another city, uh, I just pretty much hired, uh, fill the order in myself. I have uh like I just fill the orders through my uh, platform that I use to just reach out to notaries see if they're available for a signing. When I'm not uh, filling orders, I'm always marketing man. So whether that's utilizing LinkedIn, sending out postcards, whether that's sending uh, DMs, I'm sending out emails um was also when it's coming, to sending uh, creating content because i forgot to mention i do uh, have a, a, a notary educational uh, platform called academy and pretty much what we do is we help them to make more money so i do uh, so that also takes up a lot of my time as far as creating content just for the visibility and for the for brand awareness uh doing weekly live classes uh, now, man, what bro, was the
2: motivation man. behind starting that education for your people
1: Definitely, man. Oh man, so my a uh, couple of my mentors, man. I got to sh- I got to shout them out, man. Andre Hatchet, if you don't know who he is, he's one of the uh, one of the pioneers in the online space for uh for like e- for like uh course, like digital products, courses, ebooks, uh the Notary Business School, definitely check him out. Uh, also my uh, guy Charles Oglesby with the uh, Tac Tac Capital. Uh, if you're a person that, that that learned about options trading, more than likely he played a huge role in you knowing about that. So they both have their own uh, online platforms. I've seen what having digital products can do, and that's something I want to get into. Like honestly, man, like yeah. it's funny, man, because in 2020, I watched people literally get rich. Literally, watch people get rich online through their through their digital products. And so when I seen that within my business, when I seen opportunity for because I've you know I've been in the business for about five years. i didn't seen I've done. I've probably done close to over a thousand transactions as a notary. So I know a few things. I know a few things. I've I've I've, I've, I've been at the signing table. Yeah, I've been at the signing table. I know how to handle a few situations. I know how to talk on uh when it when it comes to closing the client to get a document notarized. So I just thought, man, that'd be a great opportunity for me to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so the beauty of that, the offline business, where we uh I we I do the signings or we hire due to do the signings. And then if it's a day where it's really not, where it's kind of dry and we're not getting a, we're not having a lot of signings, the door, we got course sales that come in. Uh, it's, it's 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 just a beautiful situation the way it's, and, that, and that's pretty much what my day consists of, bro, creating content, doing these signings, and just being 100% all in in the notary business. Yeah.
2: And, you know, one of the key themes here that seems to be a reoccurring pattern, not only early on when you started this all but also transitioning into current day is your ability to stay innovative now can you talk to us a little bit more about how being innovative and sort of morphing and bending and you know finding creative ways to focus your attention to grow and scale your business tell us a little bit more about what it took to to make sure you had that awareness throughout your journey
1: a large part of that again just being around the right people uh, if you're not like, if you're not networking, if you're not in like any mastermind groups, and you're not surrounding yourself with those kind of people, it's going to be kind of hard for you to just come to the realization, like, man, maybe I should create a digital product, maybe I should create an ebook. It's going to be kind of hard come to that realization unless you're around the right people that's doing. And so for me, previously before I got into before the signing agency, before the the academy, I was really much really just reliant on signing services. So anyone that's not familiar in our industry, you have the notaries and then you have a signing service. The signing service is which is they're run, they're the middleman. So I, let me, let me give you a visualization. So let's say uh you're the client, right? He's a notary. He'll come to me he'll say, "Hey, uh, uh this is Brian. I need a document notarized. Can you guys help me out?" Of course, we'll make sure you get that taken care of. What I need to do is I take I find a notary and I bring the client Brian and I bring the notary together. To get that to get the to get the, uh, the documents taken care of, and we creating win win situations. And so I was pretty much working with signing services, and that was just my way of getting business. Now, when the mm-hmm. real estate market, um, when the real estate market, uh, where interest rates kind of crashed a bit, well, not why not give like, well, to say crash when interest rates kind of risen r- rose up, it was like calls weren't coming in anymore. So now I had to figure out how to get business for myself. I need more direct clients. I kinda of shift my focus, man, to just focusing on more direct business and it also as an added bonus. It's like, look, man, I know how to perform a living trust signing. That's not you can't really find too much information on out there available for notaries to do that. Let me create a course around that. If I want to learn how to notarize documents out of jail, it's not really information available out there for you for that for that. Let me create a course around that. And I just each thing in each time every time I learn a specific thing within a notary business. And I see there was no one talking about it because that's a huge part of it, too, is making sure I'm not doing the same thing that everybody's doing. Because when you're kind of first in the space, you, you kind of got a great opportunity to really do good and really, really make some great money. And so that was my way, just trying to be creative, man. Like, when well, you just so stuck on just the same thing. <clears throat> and, and, you know, uh, let, me, let me rewind back a bit. I wanted to say that the, the definition of sanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting <laughs> different results and that's pretty much what i was expecting the same result so i had to get creative man creating the books uh creating products yeah. uh could, could focus on getting my own clients so, so those are some of the creative things that i had to do to you know to, ch- to continue to bring in income and thank god man it's been working out it so for
2: yeah you said earlier tonight something along the lines of you know being a job-free entrepreneur you have to show yeah. up whether you're making money or not making money you know and uh that that really struck you know to the to the character that you have and one of the biggest reoccurring themes that keeps on popping up that i love as well is your emphasis on people and how important yeah. uh who you surround yourself yeah. with is such a key element uh who you learn from is such a key element how you evolve yeah. how you get ideas how you stay innovative how you stay relevant all of these things tie into people so i'd love to hear kind of you know how important have people been in your journey? And, and what are some of the key pinnacle moments within your life? Uh, that those that those people showed up in and could you give us some context?
1: Yeah, man, it, it's it's because you know, because I mean, as you know, the, the, the landscape of business is always changing. I mean, I mean, ever since artificial intelligence, that's completely changed the landscape of uh business in general, and so when you when you when you you know when you're in business, you got to keep up. You got you got you got to keep up, and, and or not, you're gonna get washed up wayside. You know, it just is what it is. So previously, early on in my business, I didn't make a focus to like connect and network with people. Honestly, I'm one of those kind of people where I'm kind of a loner by nature. I just like to be by myself. Just kind of do I'm just the kind of person I am. That mm, kind of doesn't work because you could be doing something where you thinking like, oh man, this is going to work and then new that comes down the line and you were caught, completely caught off guard you wasn't prepared for it but when you're around the people who's already doing these things especially people that's already doing better than you within business people who you can learn from There, one thing that I've learned with people that when people are themselves they don't have information with you right and so the more information that you have you're much you're more you much more to uh, pivot and adjust and be prepared for certain things that come down the pipeline that you just wasn't able to see if you just were so focused on just doing business by yourself and focused on uh just doing this doing by yourself and now and the that you know share it with anybody and so man, man people have people have played such a huge part in my because people are going to do i can trust right so you don't know anything and people and, you, and people don't kind of trust you it's kind of hard to kind of grow or even scale your business so i would say for anyone that's listening if you're like me, someone that's a loner, you don't want to go out and talk to people, you got to force yourself to do it. I know it sucks. I still don't like to go out. I still, even now, I know how to talk to people. I know how to like, engage in these type of conversations. But honestly, if it was up to me, I would much rather sit in the closet all day and not <laughs> much rather have to deal with anybody at all. Like, honestly, I would much rather do that. But I know in order for me to get to where I want to get to, I got to talk to people. People. Got to go yeah, to network. the answer. To to
2: Absolutely, people. man. I think that's a, a reoccurring theme across every successful independent entrepreneur's journey. Uh, it, it's really, really a critical component. Now let's switch up things a little bit here. Uh, Raphael if you were going to be any part on a bicycle, which part would you be and why would that part represent yourself? Ooh,
1: that's a great question. Um, man, I would probably want to keep, what's that thing called to keep... The pedals? I want to be on the pedals, man. Uh Yeah, you, you got to keep going, man. You, you got to keep going, man. I had when I was a kid, man. I had a I had a bike, and the seats popped off. <laughs> <laughs> the seats popped off, like I don't know how that happened, but it just popped. But here's the funny thing: oh, you know, man. the seats popped off, so were still on. And so as long as the bicycles, man, you, you got to keep going, man. Got to keep going because everything isn't peaches and cream, man. So you just got to keep pedaling
2: absolutely rafaniel keep pedaling that's awesome man uh so give us uh some context a little bit more behind the curtain here what is the deepest passion in your life that you have uh you know i I think we've we've focused a lot on your current day status as an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. but we really want to see a little bit deeper into the
1: you know to the vision of of who rafaniel is yeah uh my deepest passion man is having freedom you know man um Man, bro, when I used to work work as a security guard, man, I used to a security guard shift, man. I missed out missed out on a lot of time with family. Uh are not here anymore. And, man, if I, I just wish, like, looking like, but I just look like, I just look back like, man, if I had the opportunity to just have the freedom to that, even have those moments back have that time i not do anything in the world to get back. So my deepest passion, man, is just having freedom. Like money come and goes. Like I just, I mean, obviously the country that we live in, we're not lacking for resources, but you you can't get that time back, man. So if I can have my freedom, man, and be able to have those memories, the ones that I I love, and who I do it for, i mean for more than anything.
2: Yeah, and that's really the you know the most valuable asset on the planet, huh? Time, uh, you know, something yes. that we all can't buy more of. And I I think that that's awesome that you have that awareness as, you know, as a job-free entrepreneur to not, uh, you know, because I think one of the struggles that sometimes job-free entrepreneurs face is that balance of, you know, do I put everything into creating, you know, more income for myself with this unlimited canvas? Because you do have the freedom, right? You've you've got that freedom of, you know, I'm out, I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want, and I can take this to you know no end. And if you're actually fortunate enough to live out your passion, uh, sometimes you have to ask yourself when you have to draw a line in the sand to create. Again, as Andrew and you were talking about earlier, that work-life balance, but also um, understanding you know your purpose and staying authentic and true to who you are. Now, t- tell me. Um, you know, you said you had to break outside of your comfort zone in order to connect with people. Uh, what are some of the things that you found worked really well for for those that may be watching uh, that also wish to, you know, connect with people or, or maybe this is the key missing element of what they need for their business to develop or what they need as an individual to take themselves to the next level. How did you as a person, like you said, you'd rather be home, <laughs> chilling out. How do you break through that barrier and, and overcome that? Ooh, man! You want the truth? Yeah, absolutely. Say it how it is.
1: Um, the truth is, man. If you you gotta think about what you know, the everything comes with a choice. Everything, every choice comes with consequence, right? So I think about what happens if I don't do this, and that was something that really Mm -hmm. stood out. So if I don't do this, okay, cool. I can sit back. I can chill. Uh, let's not if I, if I do this, here's the benefit. Here, here's here's the consequence of me doing this. I'm gonna get new contacts. I'm gonna get in front of new people. It's gonna help my business grow. I'm gonna get I'm gonna be more confident Build up. I actually took the time to actually put that invest that time into my business and actually meet new people. If I don't do this, it's just uh, what's gonna happen is I'm just gonna further delay the time it takes for me to, to reach my desired goal. So that was pretty much. It was plain and clear for me. Is uh, if I it's it's a matter of if I don't do this, this is the result of what's going to happen. If I do do this, the, this is the result of what's going to happen. So, if you don't do yeah. it, you gotta live. You gotta live with that, and you can. Um, you really can't have no regrets because you made that decision. So it really just comes down to choices, man. You either gonna do it or you're not gonna do it. And then when you, yeah. especially when you have kids as well, because that cause that you make they impact your children whether you whether you whether you think it does or not. So that was something that was in the back of my boat. It's pretty it's pretty clear for me, man. If you don't do it. Yeah, a
2: pretty uh, a pretty I mean, clear why behind why you chose to, you know, to do what you did. You know, when it when it comes down to it uh, that, that why is such an important piece and that driving factor. And it seems like, you know, between the children and again, what what happens if you don't, you know, do you have to go back to work in security? Uh, you know, do you dig yourself into a giant hole of debt? Uh, these are definitely real life worries of, uh, of, of job-free entrepreneurs. Uh, so cool, man. Uh, so let's talk about, you know, the ideal impact that you wish to have as a person within your field uh five years down the line what does that impact look like what does your company look like what is the vision for your next five years uh w- within your field look like for you as an individual
1: man uh, the vision man is to build a, a, a- Totally vertically integrated company. Um, so in, in our business, we can do uh, remote online notarizations. Uh, that's pretty much what we can re- notarize your documents from home. We can't do that here in California yet, but it's it's going to happen at some point. Uh, but yeah, there's other there's other platforms that you can use to perform to perform to perform that type of business. I would like to be, have my own software to have my own in-house uh, run platform so we can actually service our clients. Uh, also like to be able to have our own scheduling platform to where we don't have to necessarily go to a SnapDoc. so i have to go to a signing order or go to another notary scheduling platform to get your orders through uh, i would like to be able to have that in house as well we and also continue to build our build our continue to build our network of notaries um, that, yeah, the vision for me again build a, a, a 100% vertically integrated uh, notary business to where i don't have to go out i don't have to go outside of my business to complete a signing to find a notary or to uh, and also to be able to, you know, I'm um, not going to happen in five years, but i say in 10 years, hopefully we'll be able to sell the business um, and we can, exit a, 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 we can exit out of the business at either between seven and eight figures.
2: Awesome. Yeah, that's a really great five year plan. And I think it's super, uh, you know, super cool that you just have had this massive evolution of, you know, you're not just an online service providing entrepreneur, but you, you've built out education, you've built out, you know, you want to build out software. Like the, the innovation is just absolutely astounding, astounding, astounding <laughs> and that we have seen this, this evening. I, I really love it a lot. You know, it's really, I think it's going to be a key component uh, to your continued success. Uh, if you were given $10 million uh, tomorrow to donate to a charity, Which charity would you donate it to? And what is the reasoning behind your decision?
1: Uh, It will go to uh, like a STEM program. It would go to like a STEM program. Our reason being uh, technology is, uh, whether we like it or not, it's here, it's not really going anywhere. Uh, I believe some of the things that's that's being taught in our schools are a little bit outdated, things that we're definitely not going to use in the future. So uh, I'm really big on uh, technology. So teaching kids either to learn how to code, some type of engineering, uh, to me I'm all about to me I want to make sure I'm I, I want to see people pay more importantly that's my thing so uh I want to I think like a stem program whether it's involving coding mathematics engineering that's where the money is at and that's where the most innovation can take place so if I had 10 million dollars man it would go straight to that man just uh setting that foundation for kids to learn these things because again man we, we got we got open AI we got uh Spacex we have all these amazing programs that's that and changing our world every day. So if we can, we can show kids how to do, start, start them off early, what the world's going to look like 20 to 30 years down the line.
2: Oh, absolutely. So much value in, in teaching the next generation uh, and instilling, you know, especially with the, the rapid increase of technology and how we can use it uh, in terms of the educational system and the access of information for our youth is huge. Awesome, man. That's really cool. Uh, you know, uh, people... If they want to use your services, uh, I think we're just going to wrap up here. You know, how do they get in touch with you? I think we've got a link we can share. Uh, You know, what is uh, the scope of your business? Here's your chance to, you know, to drive some awareness to to who it is and how people could get involved in supporting such an amazing notary service and an amazing entrepreneur. Uh, Rufaniel, it has truly been a pleasure to host you this evening, uh, along with Andrew. So yeah, let us know how
1: we can get involved, man. Uh, before I move, before I start man I want to thank you both man for the opportunity to get be on your platform man um I'm grateful man like uh when I get the opportunity to do stuff like this man it just what this it just wasn't a few years prior man so to be able to do this stuff now man i man it, i take I'll take full advantage excited for the opportunity so I want to thank you for just having me on your platform in general if you want to connect with me man on so sparrows on the notary side uh, you with me either on Instagram, uh Link, YouTube, LinkedIn, all social media platforms, stamper notary, uh, one that's interested in becoming a notary, uh, definitely check out the Stampin' academy. Much what we do. We help notary, we help people know the business, how to market business. Uh, we also teach people how to be bosses, as I say teach you how to be a boss, meaning you're not we do not want to just be the person that's always in the field doing the signings. We actually want to be put you in a position to where you can get- Actually, hired notaries. Uh, that's something that we teach at the Stampin' Academy. Uh, we do weekly live classes, monthly coaching calls. I'm always putting out a bunch of content, notary business in general. Uh, if you want to, if you need to get a document notary, visit, stamp, visit www.stampernotary.com. Uh You don't even, you can either call us or we have it set up to where you can just uh, click on our book now. Or you can just sign in. You don't have to talk to any of us at all. You just click the dash for you and it. Notary available at a moment's note. Um But yeah, that's pretty much what we have going on. Uh, again, go to yeah. www.thestampingacademy.com, and like I said, if you want to learn anything about how to become a notary, how you can add this as a that's a side hustle, or just you want to just extra money in your pockets, check definitely check us out
2: yeah and rafaniel now that we're hearing this live here uh i definitely think we have some synergies we'll probably plug you into our platform later on this year uh because one of the main elements of mi5 is going to be providing uh resources for people to have side hustles and now that we've learned uh that you have a resource for people to create a side hustle i think this could be some great uh on-air synergistic uh mastermind and happen right here at the end of the show what, what great benefit? Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, it's been such a pleasure, man, truly, uh, to hear your journey, to hear your story, to hear where your heart is, your passions are, and, you know, you know, how you've able to conquer and truly uh, do such amazing things as, as a job-free entrepreneur in the notary field. Uh, so applauding to you, man. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for your time. Uh, to everybody that's tuned in this evening, I want to thank you so much for coming by. Uh, we are so blessed to be running this show uh to be out here on social media it's truly been a goal of ours and a vision of ours especially going into 2023 because 2022 was spent so much uh doing things on an internal factor but now uh we're hitting the streets with our social media platforms Uh, So thank you for everybody who's been tuning in here. Don't forget to follow us on all of our platforms at MI5, uh, the MI5 Movement. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on TikTok. We all over. Uh, We have started to produce content. We want to provide more joy uh, and provide more information and education and, you know, positivity and frequency and vibration uh, to the universe and, and to make that impact uh, outside of the circle of people that have joined us in 2021 a uh, two, I should say. Uh, now going into 2023, we're having a lot more, a lot more community building. So, Rufaniel, thanks so much, man. Uh, to everybody that popped by tonight, thank you and good night.
1: Take care, guys.